Welcome to Knock 'em Dead, a comedy podcast that deals with the one thing we all experience yet never talk about death. Episode seven First Responders. First responders, the early bird ticket holders to all things macabre, the front row VIPs for the worst of humanity's nightmare, the first people called to a crime scene, the brave men and women whose lives are a constant parade of drinking 3 a.m. coffees while pulling crime scene tape over a lost soul and trying to get through it by telling wonderfully inappropriate dead people jokes. Because the only way to survive what they see is to have a sense of humor that Hitler would find insensitive. This is not funny to me. Imagine death is your job and not that fun part, you know, where you get to use your TikTok tutorial makeup skills to play cadaver dress up, paint their faces and display them in a satin box. No, you have to handle the part where they're disassembled, legs and arms akimbo, if you can find them. Your office is a scene from a Stephen King book. Hey, but if you match all the body parts to the right corpse, you get to be employee of the month. Everyone else has to deal with fill and accounting. You have to account for all pieces of fill. Your job is like playing a game of crime scene operation, putting all the organs back in the body. Okay, too far. And yet, these public servants keep getting up and doing their jobs. And knowing death would be a regular part of your job. Could you do it? I'm Rachel Bradley with my co-host, Christopher Titus. This is Knock'em Bed. It's like, yes. unlike you, anything. And every drug house seen. you go into, it has a 2,000 pound mattress laying in the living room because they go in there and they and people come and sleep and Do drugs, drugs and crap and pee and well, fluids. And so the mattress starts to get heavier. And so when you walk in, you can tell. You'll bump it to look under it for dope or something and well, it, it doesn't move. Yeah, like, oh, I've seen some nasty. It sounds, like the, it sounds like the movie Seven. It sounds like he like, works <laughs> in the movie Seven. He's just always showing up. All right, go ahead, Ray. Ken, were we rolling? Oh, I kind of like that as yeah, an yeah, intro. Yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Knock 'em Dead, this episode. Seven. Uh, I feel like we should just leave that conversation <laughs> in. I, so I, I hope we did because uh, people get an idea of where we're going today. <laughs> um, co-host christopher titus hello everyone good to see you uh today we're kind of dealing with uh what these people with death like you said in your and your very well-written opening uh death is their job uh, and not and not not the fun part where they're already dead and you get to fill them with some fluids and put them in a box this is like oh no we're pre-fluids <laughs> or they're, they're still leaking yeah they're still leaking actually uh, very excited to have this guest here today uh, he happens to be related to me he is the less good looking sibling um and that. yeah that's valid we all agree <laughs> that's that, yeah. no, i was gonna say less intelligent you know the whole list uh, that we always go through my brother and i think i'm just gonna say sandwich that'll work yeah gosh. okay make sure you use the microphone yeah there you go. Put a little closer to well, speak into the microphone. <laughs> you know, how, like when you're uh, when you're interrogating something in whatever job you do, and the guy won't talk into the mic. You're like, "Can you lean forward, please?" <laughs> <laughs> I usually just slide the recorder closer, but that's just me. <laughs> well. Here, let's okay. try that. All right. <laughs> um, so my brother has been in law enforcement for many years. Yeah, I mean, directly for seventeen, but like externally for like twenty, maybe 25, 22. So we're not going to say where or with whom, but because we can't, because uh, he'd have to kill you. But it was or they'd so- send in a, a guy, a bunch of guys. It was something that I was thinking about. So he didn't sign on specifically. With, he didn't sign on with the coroner's office or with 
uh, CSI or things like that. But it is an incidental part of, I think, just about everyone in law enforcement's job, right? Yeah. And I mean, I kind of did initially because I started that that internship with the crime scene unit. Yeah, that was when he did sign on for dead people. Yeah. And I literally wanted to see if I could handle it. That was my plan. That was my whole thought was like, I I guess you do have to kind of go, huh? Can I deal with this? <laughs> I mean, I had seen bodies before in, you know, circumstances, but never in those situations. It sounded very vague. So what was... You know, in circumstance. <laughs> I've seen bodies before hey, in hey, circumstances. There may or may not be a statute of limitations. <laughs> um, no, but I, we like, like uh, going into some of those houses and seeing the bodies with the crime scene unit was something I had never experienced. And the guys were awesome. They didn't know what to do with me because I was the first one they'd ever had. So they just, they it's a t- weird death ride along is a weird one. So they one. took me everywhere. I mean, literally, like they're like, oh, you know, because there were no rules yet. Right, exactly. He <laughs> was, they were like, we've never had anybody like, ask to we do have this no, before. We have no trauma research. <laughs> Let's just take the kid. So Apparently, was like hold this bag door. is not something that they do anymore. But I was like, <laughs> what's in this? Oh, you don't want to know. You know, so I, how old were you then? Oh gosh, how old? Twenty. That would have been 21. 22, 23, something like that. Okay. So what? What's your first experience? Do you remember and how you felt about it? Vividly remember the first body. Um, It was a uh, the guy. It's a very strange situation. The guy was a. What do do we use the word transvestite anymore? I don't think so. He was a guy that dressed like a woman. Crossdresser, yeah. So he was a crossdresser, sure. yeah, whatever the right term is. I don't want to, I'm not trying hard, to offend except yeah, <clears throat> but, but not 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 good at it. Um, <laughs> and had been writing people's prescriptions, like stealing prescriptions and writing prescriptions, and would drink and take like oxy and stuff like that. Uh. So, so the first body I ever worked was um, this dude was in in a bed covered up, and he just had the white foam all over his face where he had 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 a synergistic reaction between the drugs and the alcohol. So um, I want to say he was in rigor. At the time. So right. my first, I mean, I was young, I was new. They're like, I'm like, okay, what do I do? We get to the door and they're like, well, grab a bag, bro. And I like, grab a bag. He's like, yeah, we're going to bag him when we're done, you know, but corners coming. So, you know, get a sketch pad, get the, like, they had me working. So we went in and I see the guy and at first you kind of try not to look and then, but it's kind of fascinating. Um, and it's, but it's not a person anymore. And I, I think yeah. you and I had discussed yeah. that before. Like when, yeah. as soon as you walk in there, and I mean, I know it, it, some people get offended by me saying that I'm a Christian, but I'm a Christian. And so you I, I have free this, to say that as I, much as you'd like. All. But I have this sense of, you know, of being here and a soul being present and then not being here and the soul being gone. Skin bag. Right. Right. When you Literally, walk in. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're a piece of furniture now. You're just this, there. Yeah. I have this weird you know? vision of you walking <laughs> with a paper trainee hat. I have this weird vision. <laughs> I mean, you're not far off. It just says death core. With a <laughs> little plastic badge. <laughs> Hello, my name is Josh. <laughs> and we were, in a, we were in a fairly small town and they were Bubba's. And so it, that you're not far off because they were very much like, hey, uh, where's your gun? I'm like, uh, bro, I'm in college. And he's like, yeah, he's like, they'll shoot you too. You need to bring a gun. And so they wanted me to carry a pistol the whole time I was there. And I'm like, well, I mean, am I covered by the apartment? I'm like, shit, no, but you better be covered by that 45. To be, and I I love you to be fair, we, uh, you could conceal carry where no, we yeah. lived and yeah. we both did have concealed carry permits at one point. Yeah. 
because there were some dangerous areas and I would be leaving the club late at night. And he, oh yes, yeah. We both worked very close to each other downtown at different nightclub situations and would leave with money or whatever late at night. And so we both concealed carry. We'll call it the pragmatic South where you guys Oh yeah, I mean, I had to pull it several times. I luckily never had to shoot anybody, but coming out of the club, because in the one that I worked in, you walked into a dark alley. Yeah. That was how you exited. And I mean, I had my vehicle broken into and stuff, but we were always carrying the money back. Yeah. And I'd had people coming down the, down the alley and you knew, you can, you can tell. Yeah. You know, your spidey senses go off. Yeah. Your lizard brain starts working. And so I've had to put it, you know, pull it and sit it next to me and not show it to anybody. And there have been times where the guy starts, you know, you tell him, hey, go away, leave me alone. And they keep coming, keep coming. And the third time I tell them, I put it, draw yeah. it up. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to kill this guy. <clears throat> so you so, are so you're walking, uh, finish the story about the walking in and out so you, you i do just guy. want to qualify like, though you uh, whenever you shoot you have to requalify, and you would be you are what's called sharpshooter you oh, i mean i shoot i shoot expert ex, sorry expert Sh- sharpshooter well, sharpshooter is the mid, i'm just the wondering do you think running <clears throat> around the house the in your <laughs> in your superman underpants and holding fake guns and going pew 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 do you think that qualified you 100%. to be okay. absolutely you know this weird brother sister shit that we're gonna get into right now really not <laughs> pew, it really pew, doesn't help pew, pew. as he's a because he's literally a badass and you're like remember when you were in your superman underpants okay <laughs> no no i had wonder woman he had a, you had a cape though i had the boots and we would fly off the furniture you still have the boots <laughs> yeah Super is that a weird. problem <laughs> forgive me I have, i'm dealing with allergies so yeah. i am too so, so you walked into the house. Yes. Guy so no. So we go in the house, um, and I mean, I was pretty stunned. But after a while, the guys are so matter of fact. They've been doing it. I mean, they in the area that we were in, and we were in a very high, I want to say, top ten murder rates in the U.S. at the time. Yeah. And so these guys are dead bodies are a thing. Like whatever. Yeah. So they go in, they start drawing the scene. You're kind of looking around to see what caused it. Um, so after a couple of minutes of that first stunned, like where you're, you know, where your body kind of vibrates and you're mm-hmm. a little overly yeah, warm yeah. for a second. I was like, oh, this is just a job. And so we were walking around. What about like, the smell? So there wasn't the smell yet. When you get close to him, the, the saliva smells kind of gross. But yeah. like I wasn't like licking his face or anything. So, <laughs> I mean, who would? So you know, he's a trainee. You don't. That, <laughs> yeah. I think that's level three or four. Oh, the things okay. that we did to people in the nightclubs we worked in, though, that would have been. Yeah, you, know, you got to lick his face, bro. No, no, no it's, it's, it's your first. You got to lick him. So, so we go in, and I'm, we're looking at the pills. We're finding stuff. Like I think we're investigating, and these guys are like, no, no, no. We're like, we're going to determine cause of death. And then we're leaving. So these guys are not detectives, right? right? They're crime scene guys. Uh-huh. So they're going to, they find the stuff and they find, you know, th- there wasn't any question about what killed him. The pills were there. The names were all over. We half a names. bottle of Jack. I mean, so the part where I start, it starts to get weird is the coroner shows up and she's a very large, and I don't mean just large. I mean, she's also like six, two could have a reality <laughs> show large. She was huge. Right. Um, and very funny and just didn't care. And so <laughs> let's let's flash back to where I said that this this man liked to dress like a woman and go dance and do things in clubs. There is stuff all over this trailer um, for multiple different types of sex acts. And she finds it very amusing. And so every two or three seconds, she picks up another rubber something and wiggles it in the face of the nearest cop and laughs uproariously. All the while, she's like, now lift him. And so they're, oh, yeah, he's got, uh, oh, what is it called when the blood pools? I forget. Um, oh, um, yeah, yeah. yes. Anyway, um, uh, it's stuck in my head. 
Yep. It's not Go ahead. Tiki. Anyway, so she's um, like doing her exam, like putting thermometers places uh, that uh, you uh, would not put things. And also doing a basically d dildo flea market she at one point. She is flapping <laughs> these 12 inch wieners <laughs> in, in these, and the cops are used to her. And so they're laughing. Hypostasis, I, liver mortis. Yes. So I had never seen this before. And so I was kind of stunned because, you know, you're like, oh, they're yeah. very professional. It's like TV. No, they're not. They're not professional at all. That's and something, so by the way, we haven't talked about yet, though. Liver mortis is the pooling of blood in the body, body due to gravity and the lack of blood circulation as a result of the cessation of cardiac activity. Yeah, the electrical, the, the electrical <laughs> energy in your body is done. Nothing, the pumps aren't working anymore. You know, when you turn a car off, all the oil goes to the oil pan. That's just right. how and it works. And once it sets, it's set. Oh, 100%. You can see anywhere that it's in contact with something, it pulls at the lowest point and it gets kind of a dark red color, dark yeah. purple color. Yeah. Um, so it was really kind of interesting. It was my first time ever seeing Ooh, that. So so it's interesting. So you, so in our lives, we're taught to be so reverent about death. And so, so oh my gosh, the horrible. And then you walk in and the corner, the I'm person sorry, who deals funny. with what? <laughs> You are, you are. You're, yeah, you're taught. Normal people taught. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, they that. are. And we're taught. And then this coroner comes in who deals with it on a daily basis, oh, multiple yeah. times a day, comes in and is doing dildo jokes like a hack middle act. <laughs> yes. And, and, and you're like, what's going on? I'm like, from across the are room. We supposed to, are, are we singing? It's supposed to gather and sing a hymn right yeah. now? No, we can do dildo jokes? Okay. Every time I picture her face, I hear the sound. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's a true story. So, yeah. So that was, I mean. So you were fine. Fuzzy handcuffs like, you weren't sure but you were once you you know dad used to say and this is something i talked to dad about later but dad used to say in vietnam because i asked him questions about being a helicopter pilot in vietnam and, and going into those valleys and picking body guys up and mm -hmm. bodies and chunk parts you, of guys were, that are still were alive you scared and they're taking fire you know he got blown up <clears throat> i was like dad i'm like how did you deal with it and he's like you know he said i just put my head down say a prayer and do it and that is kind of stuck with me like throughout my life. And I used to tell uh, Morgan, mm -hmm. I would tell Morgan, you know, kind of the Bradley credo it, when we would get scared and we have to do something that's going to be very hard. It might be dangerous is you just put your head down, say a prayer. And we say, screw it. And we just do it. And so that's kind of kind of how I thought about it. So I'm in that house and I'm or that little part, you know, trailer home and we're looking at all this stuff. And, and it, you kind of draw outside of yourself a little bit and you look around. And then after that, it just gets easier. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's like abuse. My father, used to it. my father, a lot of my father's friends were firemen. And I'll never forget one day we we're at a barbecue at the dad's house and he, he made his chicken and his chili. He had this made in chili. And they were all sitting around telling stories like this. And the, it was the first time I, I was a kid, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe 15 or 16. But I remember, I remember them, um, the fire captain, Bob Marshall, a great friend of the family, was, they were laughing about this story this guy there's four nodes on your heart that like the one of them had popped off so there's no they were bringing this guy back but they kept giving him like for four minutes and he goes he goes honestly guys is rivet is it like is someone popping popcorn and i remember thinking and then i, I was like oh that's horrible and I, oh you guys deal with this all the time it's kind of the only way to get through it and, and also because if you're doing cpr correctly you're cracking a rib right oh your sternum goes first and the ribs start to go after yes. yeah yes, but yes, yes, yes. but but what i what what i really got was the only way to deal with 
the horror of, of, of death because it is, a, you know, we, the other part of our brain is like, you know, the philosophical part, this was a person, this did, and yet it's not a person anymore. And so now you got to deal with it. The only way to get through it is to use a sense of humor. And I'm sure some of the guys you've hung out with are just like, you're like, holy oh, shit. It, I gets, often it gets think, weird. I hung out with all those <laughs> cops where we live yeah, oh yeah. then, and they took me on ride alongs, which is probably completely against department yeah, policy to, to take like me it's a pragmatic house you want to go she gonna go they had me in those crack houses that's a big helping no. them yeah. look for stuff i was like oh you know like yeah it they would had no be permission a, for that I no promise. and i often think about how they would talk about dead people or whatever criminals or whatever or, it was yeah. and if that ever got out <laughs> oh you Some know who i'm can't. talking about and this happens across the country all the time yes. but then again all right, so you're going to complain about these first responders doing this. Right. You go do it. Yeah, exactly. No, you know you don't want to do it? Cool. It's kind of like- They got to get through it somehow. It's like the shootings and stuff. Uh, it's the exact same thing. When, when you see a, a use of force stuff, go do it. Go take a use of force training thing with the police. Go take a police academy thing and then come back and tell me that you knew what to do in that situation and that you shot the foot or the hand or the arm successfully and you survived or that you didn't use excessive force because you were scared. That, so it's the same kind of thing. Um, well, especially now because it, because it, specifically in this country, everybody else is armed. So yeah. so and, and people, when you're out there and you and you think, oh, I got stopped by a cop. This cop's a dick. Give me a ticket. You have to remember that that cop maybe an hour ago was when it went, went into a house where there was a dead kid or a dead lady, and he had to call the coroner and they, and they had to write a report. Like and then they so after he's he's doing all this work that is so needed. And yes, he's got to give you a ticket too because you still broke the law. Right. At one point, you have to have uh, some some sympathy and some empathy for these guys. Dude, I know? still I, I've been doing this seventeen years, and I get pulled over, and I still turn on all the lights inside the car. I lower the windows, I put it in park, I turn the emergency lights flashers on, and I put my freaking hands on the steering wheel. I put right? my fingers out, hands. On I the mean, back. I'm always armed too. anyway, and so that's going to be the first thing. Hey, I'm carrying a service weapon. You yeah. know, I I can get you my creds, but. I'm going to have to maneuver my, you know what I mean? I yeah. wait. I've had cops actually ask me, because I've done the same thing. Yeah. I turn it off, turn the car off, roll all the windows down, hand on the wheel like this. He does, yeah. And they walk up and they're like, why are you doing that? I go, because well, you got a tough enough job without <laughs> yeah. worrying that yeah. I might do something stupid. If, if, and, 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 but it almost caused suspicion. Yes. Because how many times has this guy it. been pulled over? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. You, you're really good at getting pulled over, yeah. sir. How many times <laughs> is this? He gets pulled over a lot. <laughs> I don't. You were with us actually <laughs> one time. <laughs> you saved us one time. I, no, I, I think you saved yourself. Yeah, he, he was did. more happy to see you than he was me. Yeah, he was like, you're that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think I've always thought this, even if I wasn't in this job, I've always thought that, um, complain later. There are bad cops. There are good cops. There are, there are bad firemen. There are good firemen. There are bad comedians and good comedians. Amen. I mean, Lord knows. So That's why I don't hang out with comedians. Right? So, oh, I have so many stories about that. But anyway, my thought too, <laughs> same thing, is that you can always file a formal complaint later if you have some sort of proof or, or, or you really feel like they'd done something wrong. But in the moment, screaming and yelling and acting the fool yeah. and not showing your hands and reaching around in dark areas – that's how people get shot. When we were in college and I was majoring, uh, I had at that time double major was criminal justice. Mm -hmm. And I went to a career fair with Dr. Palumbo yep. and Illinois state police offered to pay for me to go get my master's, but I had to give them two years yeah. patrol yep. in Illinois. 
and it was state patrol. And I was like, yeah, the way you like imagine the extra hassle she would have done. Hell over, and we're you go Chicago. and look. I mean, you've got Chicago, yeah, which is rough, but also a lot of barren stretches of yeah, long, Joliet dark highway there, with nothing around. Exciting. And I'm pulling people out, and like, mm -mm. it would have been exciting work. Either you'd have been the most raped officer or killed oh, the most people. <laughs> You know, she shot another one. She shot. <laughs> Bradley shot. That's fourteen. It's June. Yeah, yeah. Since May. Tell her to put her hair up in a bun. <laughs> Can we get her some bulkier armor? <laughs> Can I see your license? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what like, Josh does. Yeah. yeah. Actually. Um, so, I do it with my beard. So that was your first one, and and they got way worse after that, but. Yeah. What? Oh, that was the that was because there is a, line. a good start. Because the other thing start. is this is like you can you can see like I remember when my father died and he, he died, we I was very clear when I saw him at the funeral that you are not there yeah. anymore. You're yeah. not there. Yeah. And I think yeah, people yeah, need yeah. to get that. They need to get that like you've lost that that skin bag is not them. It's just not them. I'm uh, I'm telling you, you can almost see it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It, like I mean I've it's watched true. it happen. You don't I've watched realize it happen. Yeah. How many and facial muscles are working even when you think yeah. your face is I would at say rest? It with grandma too. I was I was grandma, in the room. mom, yeah. I would say Papa, that with grandma too. Uh yeah. It's uh it was obvious. every so far every guest we've had on has talked about how having the job that they have gave them faith because yeah. they could see yeah. the soul. If ever I had questions. It's very um yeah. interesting. But it's it's almost like the electrical charge yeah. is gone there's don't we, don't we lose 28 grams in the moment of death the second of death we lose 28 grams they've weighed they've I mean, actually how much people. you have in your stomach at the time <laughs> well you do no you're still on the table <laughs> oh sorry. there's another yeah. part of people dying that a lot of grams. people that'd be weird if everybody crapped the exact amount hey well everyone just takes a 28 gram dump that's elvis's weird would have been way bigger <laughs> six <laughs> times a day so elvis's uh, so when people die they're Bowels release, but but grandma, just... I remember grandma like they came in after she had gone, and and uh, and I remember the guys were like the guy, you know, they're very they're they're look everybody's you know I'm sure the guys the people that pick up bodies and stuff are just they're very sensitive they have to be especially funeral home people, and they were like, do you guys mind if we guy go? She I go, she's not there. Oh, I go, yeah. go ahead, she's not there. It's just, that's because not I'm sure they've also dealt with some. Yeah, that's not. Stuff. I yeah. actually, to be fair, uh, once they got her ankles and slid her down the rick that was a bit much for yeah. me i will yeah, say you, you don't want to see yeah she Being would, handled like a thing like a yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. mom too, yeah it's it. not your favorite thing but we're gonna get to that about personal versus job but what was your next most memorable there during is, there that is, i'm just saying there's a point where it's there it, you can't joke about it like there's you probably walked across some horror where you're like this i, I we got it just it, we we, Stick I mean, there's some, but the, even I think I want to say truly that the worse it is, the worse the jokes are. The worse the, I mean, <clears throat> my second humor, yeah. So my second one that really sticks was all I was still an intern, but we showed up at a house, and the guy I was riding with, I kept riding with the same guy. He's a really good dude. I think he's still there actually with that PD, but he became like a lieutenant or something. Um, we show up, and I mean, it, we're in the south, so it's hot. Mm -hmm. It was in the summertime. That's and another part. We get there and I'm like, why would they, why would they put um, black plastic on the inside of the windows? And he's putting a Tyvek suit on oh, and no. he's like, he's like, oh, that's not plastic. He's like, those are flies. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is all you, bro. 
I'm like, it's like, no, I mean, it's like, he's got, I got another one in there Carter for you. Me detail. All right. <laughs> I was like, I brought my gun. I'm going to count my bullets. I don't know. I was, gonna, like, it was, I was like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going in there. AC wasn't on and the body had been there for a couple of weeks. And, oh. and so I wasn't ready for that. In heat, uh, we That's knew somebody case. that did would, this, yeah. but especially in heat and humidity, they liquefy somewhat, and Well, they blow right? first. And then when the gas releases, that's when they start to, you know, they, it's just everything is stopped and the bugs come. And, and if they're on a porous surface like wood, yeah, they meld with porous. They can become parts of things that they yeah. were before. Couches. There are some, you read everything. Really isn't couches. It, isn't too? it weird that we read, like every once in a while we'll read something about where someone died in the or, or, or even even worse we read this one uh, on the podcast remember there was a lady who just kept sitting in the chair and they found out she hadn't moved out of her chair for like a, she was still alive though she was alive and she'd become Melted. part of the chair yes. that's what i knew something in my brain of, that's right you, you get sores in the heel and you get sores in the heel and you get sores in the heel and it just you're like a transformer. You're now a recliner. Yeah. You're, you're a human and a recliner. <laughs> I don't think the noise you're is a power cool. chair. It's more of a screech. <laughs> She's making noise. It's making noise. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've got. I mean, I have some stories that I, I look. I don't look back on them fondly, but I remember. <clears throat> that I look back on fondly. Oh, I said I don't. Those were I the don't days. look back. I know on, who does. But, but you still look back on them, and you and you. They're and in, I think this is why we cope. The they're, way we print, do. they're imprinted on you. Pretty it's much. imprinted because they're horrible. But right. I look back and I remember who I was with, the guys I was working with. And I remember the situation and I remember the horror of the situation, but I remember the humor in it. You know, the, the worst one I had at the time, because my kids were close to the same age was um, the rollover accident that we worked out in the desert and we got there and everybody had been ejected. Um, and the parents were laying close to each other, like trying to reach each other and they were still alive, but their little girl, um, I want to say she was, I think she was 13. She's a little bit older than my kids at the time. And she was dead. She was already dead. <clears throat> my buddy was just working on her. And I was like, bro, wait, I'm like, cause he had done like Marine Corps search and rescue stuff. I mean, he'd seen some heinous stuff. So I want to give you a clear about something. Guys, we're not saying that these these first responders go in and start joking at death. Right. No, we were trying they to They do everything they can. Yes. And the only way they can keep their sanity yeah. is to find a gallows humor way around it. And to it. be clear, also in my experience, when I was with those guys, um, they were not making fun of at the all. person no. at all. No. They were making other jokes about around. other things like the dildo or whatever mm -hmm. to yeah. get through it after they had done everything do they needed to do. you get what that is? That's, it, that, that's getting, that's distracting yourself. It is. From it, the I, horror, I was yeah. just about to say that if I, if I, even today that if I focus to much on the memory of the little girl. Yeah. Right. Like I started to get like, up, like upset. Right. Like it, it, I, I can't talk about it much. So, but I remember my buddy working on her and I focus on me talking to him and I'm like, Hey man, why are if she's gone? He's like, I know. He said, but the parents are not. And he said, so we have to continue to work on to her on her until the helicopters get here. Cause we were bringing two helos in. Um, give them hope, continue to give them. Hope. Yeah. And do it, you understand like these people, this is why we want to do this episode. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Josh. You're fine. I want what he's doing right now. Like these guys put their ass on the line for people that are alive or trying to hurt them. On top of that, the accident happens. Then they put their ass on the line trying to save it. Then they have to think beyond, okay, 
These parents are still alive. We can't stop working on them because these parents may give up. They're on the ragged edge anyway. True. If we don't, don't keep working on her so they think that we're working on her, that, that there's still a possibility, yeah. then they won't hold on either. So then we have three bodies. That's that. That's another level. That's mm -hmm. another level of hero that you're that's like, weird. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That's crazy. You, do you? Only, I mean, yeah, I don't. No, maybe I, you don't get it, but I mean, that's it's like just work to me. It is, but that's extra. That's not just work. No, fucking working at the convenience store, taking money for a guy who's pumping gas is work. What that is, there's another level to it where you, where whoever this, what's this guy's name? Which one? Just the first name. The guy that was working on the Ruben. Girl. Ruben was thinking beyond. The situation to think of the future of these two people. Yeah. It's pretty, it's that, and that's why, again, people, when you get pulled over, when when something is annoying you because of law enforcement or uh, or someone's telling you can't do it because of this reason or that reason, please remember that that's what these people do all the time. And the guys quit all the time because yeah, because they can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've come up on guys crying in their car after, and you just be like, bro, go home, go see your kids. Well, you know? I know, and then let's let him finish that story. I know that in your current job that there, you mentioned in passing that there was a situation where as soon as the agents walked out of that house, that situation, there was, there was counselors standing by. Oh yeah. That's a, that was a, I, that was, I mean, I told you what that was, but like you, you can't yeah. even believe that's real. Yeah. Like, can what, you what say happened? the genre of that? <clears throat> oh man, I'm not, I'm not even sure how to describe that. Okay, so don't. So someone, so whatever the nightmare was, we don't want to hear it. Because they knew before they went into the house to serve the warrant that it was going to be so bad on the people coming out of the house yeah. that they had counselors ready. Yeah. And that's not a joke. Jesus. That's not a joke. Yeah. Under, by the way, people, we're not probably going to tell you what that is because I can tell Josh doesn't want to talk about it, but just be clear. Imagine you're worse than the times it by you 10. You wouldn't believe me. I'm telling they, you, you yeah. would not believe they me. They had counselors. I couldn't get it out of my head after he told me. I never knew that. And, and you've so never seen it. But yeah, you know, right? like, Hey, guys, we're going to need like, that was four just or five you telling therapists me. just to hang on the lawn. Because they would have been finding this. I just yeah. Oh, God. Crazy, so. so tell me about the, with the girl. Sorry to interrupt. So we find it was a long, it was a kind of a long scene because we, I mean, I left my buddy for a minute and we ended up running across the street. We were on the interstate and there was cars flying everywhere and we had to bring helicopters in and they had to land on the road. So, wow. um, I, I remember vividly, we were driving 110, 150 miles an hour, two vehicles abreast the wrong way down the interstate with our lights on pushing cars off the side and stopping traffic. And we stopped traffic for 40 miles. It was this very is, busy. This interstate. Is a massive accident. It was huge. Were and other people involved in it? It was just the one, but it, we find out later, it, for some reason in the desert, every time a vehicle would go off the road, it didn't like slide in the sand, it would roll. And we found out later that the mother and father were having an argument and she oh. reached over and pulled the wheel because oh. she was mad at him and it killed her daughter. And, and I don't know that she survived, but um, it was a bad one. And so everybody was ejected. Nobody was wearing seatbelts. And I, but I, I, I vividly remember going back to my buddy and the helicopters were coming in and he was like, Hey man, you got some gum. And I'm like, yeah, man. And I always carried chewing gum with me and I gave him a piece of gum. And he's like, um, the dedication of this particular piece of, of, of information is that he had been given her full CPR because we didn't just do compressions back then. We were still giving compressions and breaths, knowing that her stomach was ruptured because he was getting stomach acid every time he would breathe for her. And, and, oh, that's not a hard time with that part. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it was uh it was bad. 
And he kept doing it. So the knowing, knowing wow. that she was gone, knowing she was gone. Again, were they aware? Hero, just the, the parents, somewhat. They were. They were injured. They were. I, I don't. It was. How do you describe it? Their bones were shattered in places and broken in others, yeah. and so they weren't moving much. But they were like he, he had reached across and grabbed her hand anyway, and they were talking in, uh, about their daughter. Yeah. Um. And and and, and still, then, <laughs> still it like, gets worse. I'm like, yeah, bitch, grab the wheel again, dummy. So and, it got a little bit worse briefly because we we found a the, the vehicle was destroyed. It was turned over. We found a, a baby's car seat. Um, and we found oh, no. baby car clothes, like young, young co- baby clothes, not car clothes, ba- baby's <laughs> clothes everywhere, like all around the scene. And one of the supervisors had been doing it for 25 years, comes out and he's like, all right. He's like, uh, it'd be like a football flying through the windows to start looking. And so we were like three, looking far. three or four you know, feet away from each other, combing the desert beside the interstate, looking for a toddler or not a toddler, but a baby. baby. No baby. And thank God, no, the baby <sighs> wasn't there. But it's just, there was, and, and we find out later the baby belonged to the, the 13 year old. Like it was just crazy, oh, no. crazy stuff, but all that sticks in your head. So I have all these bits and pieces in my head and, and I can, I can, I can kind of do the 50 foot view, but if I start coming in for the close in view, then I, I start to have trouble. With I've it, already so. seen it. So, so this is the part, this is the part that is disturbing to me and shows that it's not just a job. Yeah. That what you guys do is so much more than just a job because <clears throat> Uh, and I, and I feel the same way about all the firemen I knew is that you could tell when they really started talking yeah. that they would all, st- there was a moment they would, they would, just, rrr, rrr, yeah, and you'd yeah, just yeah. like emergency breaks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You see the one guy get quiet. You're like, Hey, okay. <laughs> and, and, I have yeah. that even with mom, how, yeah. how yeah. Her- horrific she became because she refused to let go. Uh, it was like living in a horror yeah, movie and uh and it kept going on and on and he was here and i was thinking about this this morning this is an example so like um you know Sh- shay came to see us perform last saturday <laughs> he just laughs instantly that's our sister. <laughs> that's my sister our older sister um and i she was very like kind of uptight that i'm doing a show about mom yeah. i don't know if i can handle this i'm just gonna do my <clears> best <throat> what are you gonna talk about and then she saw it and she was like oh you don't make fun of mom no, no. you make fun of what people do around death and the absurdity yeah. that that is oh we were idiots we were we so dumb were i know complete, mom was I, in her head going these idiots whenever they get together still you with the sprinky balls on top of your head doing my hair that's the same with my sister <laughs> but suicide what i was gonna Michelle. say was uh so we were in the moment and we were trying i Cooking. had elected to continue to bathe mom yep. in bed uh for her dignity i didn't want someone she didn't know doing and even though she wasn't really responsive we knew at times she was aware yeah. And so I had to put an adult diaper on her because once people can no longer get out of the bed, they have to. I was going to say, I haven't been jogging since. So (laughs) I am like kind of frantic and I'm like, I've never, I didn't have babies. I've never put a diaper on an adult, especially, I guess I did on Morgan, but I was just like, I don't know. And shut up. (laughs) Yes. I still put (laughs) diapers on her. Uh, so I said, just stand right there and let me try this on you. And I, 
am like very upset and stressed. And I put this big giant diaper. He's got red basketball shorts on and I put it on over it and I Velcro each side. And then I realized that sandwich is standing there right next to our mom's hospital bed in a diaper. diaper. And then we lost our shit. I remember the picture. You said it to me and I started laughing. He, I took pictures. And of course, once he realizes something's funny, he starts dancing (laughs) with his big diaper butt going back and forth. And that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. It's like we so desperately needed light at in any moment that we laughed a lot but it yeah. was never at mom, never at mom. Yeah, never you know the same with christian so the bit of you in the show it's not about it's not about my sister's suicide it's about what happened around it and the ridiculousness yeah. of it um i want the, the, what people need to understand is that because i think some people get this thing where and that's the first time i heard it when they were talking about cracking the guy's ribs i remember thinking wow you guys just don't care anymore and then as i got older and started to realize no it's like they have to you guys have to do this oh yeah or else there would just be a mental ward full of first responders and and i'm sure there's a lot of guys me mean cop suicide is really high yeah i'm sure there's a lot of guys that don't handle it um so just know people people People, yeah, people aren't that's being, what I was gonna say. Some they're people. not being um callous, they're not being insensitive, they're trying to save their own souls in the, in the nightmare 20, they have to live in. As of 2023, oh, yeah. more police officers died by suicide than in the line of duty. Wow, yeah, okay, go ahead. So, so one of my classmates and I were at my station at the same time, and everybody's mustering, and which is where we all come in and kind of get your assignments for the yeah, day, and yeah. they, you hand out long arms and stuff, and so um while we're in muster, we get a call for a rollover and it's not three miles from our station. And so everybody's like, I mean, everybody wants to be the first one there because you want to work, but it's exciting. And so everybody's running code to get there. Um, and my buddy just happens to be assigned to one of our EMTs and he does regular work, but he's like an EMT second. And we show up and it is a bad rollover. And the dude was hammered. And I, I guess we find out later that he's in a big, a big pickup truck and he went off the road and it starts rolling. He's ejected through, I think, the passenger window, which just seems wow. kind of crazy to me. Not wearing a wow. seatbelt. Right. Um, the truck rolls over him and then land and comes to a stop. So, um, I mean, he was a bag of chiclets. He was oh broken to pieces. God. But but I remember <laughs> clearly. Sorry. Bag of Lincoln Hogs. That's pretty, pretty specific. Yeah, yeah. So I specifically remember jumping out. I've got my, my uh, journey with me, my, my trainer or whatever. And so jumping out and I go running towards him and I'm 25 feet from my classmate and he is just getting ready to start doing CPR on this guy. And I hear it Ooh. from 25 feet away. I hear this guy's sternum pop. Oh. My classmate is kind of a gentle guy, kind of a sensitive guy. I was like, whoa, that was crazy. <laughs> and I see him from, I'm still running towards him. He's gray. And he has stopped moving, froze, completely froze. And like, just uh, because I'm sure he felt it. It went up through his arms. I mean, which meant he was doing it right. Right. And I remember that his trainer, the EMT, whose name I won't say, but he was like, hey, fucking go, yo. And and, oh, well, it starts going again. (laughs) So like, you you had to jumpstart him because it like, it, it totally broke his OODA loop. So they don't do breaths anymore. No, they don't. Why? It's not that it's not effective. If you had a bottle, that would be great. But I think what they were, and this is just my my thought, because I I did teach CPR for a while. Um, I was a basic first aid instructor for for our classes or whatever. But I think it's because people are getting so tired. And if you don't have somebody to change out with, 
it's better for you to keep the oxygenated blood that's in the body still moving around than it is to stop, lean uh, over, right. give them a breath or two, two breaths, and then go back to it. And so I, I think they felt like people could more effective. It's, you know more what's effective. interesting is that with all the tech we have, you'd think that someone at this point had invented something. You come and you strap it on his head, you turn it on, it does it. You think there'd be sweet invented think, something right. by I then. I think that they have things that will do CPR like that you can strap to. Portable ventilator kind of thing. But like How much you, room do you have in the cop car? No, not that much. Yeah, and, you, and, and like there's none in mine because ours aren't marked. Right. And so, but like even the bag valve masks, you have to be trained to use those. Mm. Um, I guess they can, you can actually burst people's lungs if you do them wrong. Oh, wow. Um, so you can do more damage than good. Which then you're, you're getting careful. sued. So, and <laughs> I think like... too that they may have been harming younger kids. They were giving them too hard of compressions and they were giving them too much breath. So if it was my family, if it was my kid right. or, or, you know, you had right. fallen down, I would be given breath yeah, because I'm giving you oxygen that I then move through your body. Right. But oh, it will tire you out much faster. Interesting. Um, doing it. So everybody that's taken a CPR class knows staying alive. If you, you haven't <laughs> lit. That's how they drain you. That's the speed. They do? That's the speed. That's it's the beat. Two, staying three, alive. Four, staying alive. Five, yeah. As in, literally, that's uh, how you keep uh, the speed. Uh, staying alive. That's staying it. Alive. Gosh, <laughs> that cop has such, such great flair. See, that's the problem is you would stop. You would stop <laughs> yeah. to do I'd that like, part. Mm. And the dude would just, <laughs> would just flatline yeah. <laughs> You haven't lived until you've seen Josh get tased at one oh, of those academies. That was still funny. Still, still play that video once in a while. I wish we could laugh. I've never heard someone say the F word with more verb. Yeah. And not move his face or body. Oh, <laughs> I really <laughs> wanted to be able to show that to my kids, and it didn't work. It out was uh, darts, right? The oh yeah, we the, a lot of places will do clips. They'll clip them to the back of your clothes, or they'll clip them on you. Not my agency. They they shot freaking you. shoot you with it. And, it. and if anybody's ever been shot with an X2 taser, um, the probes are longer. They're more effective. Ow! And you can actually hear it talking to the device because it gives you it, it. It talks to the probes and gives more or less power to make it work more effectively. Uh, it doesn't mess with your heart. It's an, it's called neuromuscular incapacitation, NMI. Dude, it's still the funniest thing, man. And knowing you, I so, was like, it, son it, of a... It's way funnier when you know the person because sandwich, big dude, and they hit him with this thing and, and he's got two guys holding him and, and, and sandwich. Motherfucker! <laughs> and then he timbers. <laughs> and then he just, just slowly yeah, goes yeah, down. body totally stiff. <laughs> and every single person, every, I've watched probably a thousand of those videos because I used to teach taser I've, and I've, I mean, I've shot people and, you know, in the taser classes and stuff, every person goes at the end of the five seconds. Oh, because yeah. you're, Oh, it causes every you person, to tense every, up. Every, every person. Your body well, is again, awful. those cops in that area that we lived, um, they, when I was We're running a comedy club, other. would shoot each other and the comic for yeah. the week. And you got, ta not with darts, though. It well, they was would just drive uh, stun. Yeah. yeah. Drive stun called? hurts. It's called drive stun. Yeah, drive, drive stun, stun hurts. Yeah. Everybody says dry stun. It's, it's drive, drive stun. stun. Right. Yeah. So you did it when I first, the yeah. first time you ever played yeah. that, that's when we met. Because you couldn't say no. Not fun. Couldn't yeah. say no because I would always come up, which again, probably they can't do this, what they were oh, doing. Oh, no, 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 no. Can no, you imagine? Yeah. Oh, no. The lawsuits would be awesome. And especially yeah. if something happened to one of the comics. So every week it would be all the girls on the staff going, you got to get tased. What are you going to do? So you say right. no. I doubt, I doubt, I doubt they got tased. The girls. But it, I remember just. Uh, yeah, no, I, like, I, I never <laughs> did. Uh, I never it's did. It's it. localized. They wouldn't do yeah. it to me. When they shoot you properly with the probes, it's yeah. like shoulder and butt cheek. And it, it 
blocks. Everything well, we watched it. We saw it you. It is freaking horrible. <laughs> Absolutely. The other thing that used to like really stress me out was there was a period of time where you were periodically going into a room to oh, get the shit yeah. kicked out of you. Yeah, that wasn't fun. By a guy that was in a big padded one thing. One it wasn't one guy. It wasn't one guy. Was <laughs> I wish it was one guy. I remember this going, wait, how the many first, guys? The first time it was three. We had to fight three. And every in time- In a dark we, room. Yeah, they would lower the lights and they would turn like blue and red lights on to kind of simulate you being outside of a police vehicle with lights going. Um, yeah, it sucked. That's all I want to say about that. I like and because those guys- He doesn't want to talk because about what, that either. Way, here's, here's I've done it three times for three different academies. So here's I, the thing. So, so so knowing some people go into law enforcement because they want to be a superhero. Some people go into law enforcement because they're really insecure and they need- you, You've met the guys like this oh, yeah, yeah. that are just like, I need to be a bully. I want to be the bully. Yeah, yeah. I've exact, been bullied. I want to be exactly. the bully. Yes, that, that or they happens. were always a bully and they've yeah. decided to do that. That happened. The guys yeah. that volunteer for the ass kicking job for the three guys in the room, those are those <laughs> guys. Like, bullies. oh yeah, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> I got you, fam. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever get to be one of those guys? Uh, so when I became a defensive tactics instructor, I started to write scenarios and I started to be the guy in the, what they call it a fist suit, or there's different brands that make these right. suits. Um, ones we use were fist brand. And, and, um, so I have, I have done that, but I always went into it. I had a guy that was a buddy of mine. He would, like was a special forces guy at that last office I worked at. He'd been SF. He was in the Marine Corps. He was all this crazy stuff. Um, he's a, like a just big old meathead. And, but he was smart because he was SF. You know, he's not, he's not, he's not, Mus for, for muscle SF, SF? special forces. Sorry. Yeah. So it, it, the Marine Corps version of special forces. Right. So he was like force reconnaissance. Wow. Um, and so, so they're, they're meatheads with brains. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, if you took like Albert Reacher, I, I was just saying, yeah, well, Reacher or Einstein on steroids. So she thinks of Reacher all the time. I know. Right. <laughs> we were talking What'd about you Reacher. Say? I didn't hear you. I, 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 <laughs> I was thinking about abs. Um, so, he would he would always very very important for him that people learn something when yeah. they would do these these scenarios and so we did all kinds of stuff and it was great to work with a guy like that because he he's like you know, there was kind of a culture when I first came into my first law enforcement job where it was it was it was they would bring them into the room us into the room and there were guys coming out with broken bones and guys yeah. with concussions and. You know, so this guy's beating the shit out of him. And that was, they thought, oh, we're just going to beat the shit out of him. That's our, what we're going to do. And so this guy so was, this guy was very much the guy that, um, he's like, you yeah, know, we need to, they got to learn something or, or, or it's worthless. We're not training. We're just beating people up. Right. So I have been in those scenarios. It was more of a hazing than a training. Yeah. A hundred percent. And totally. then we get to my station and we really get hazed. So, um, yeah, we got our asses beat for no reason. And, um, and the guy, <laughs> The guys that went in before me, one of them had been was also a Marine, and the other guy was some sort of like a jujitsu, like a highly belted jujitsu guy. Judy Chop. So I'm third in the stack, and these two guys go in, and you can hear instructors hitting the wall. And, oh. then, I, and then I go in, and I was much smaller then than I am now, <laughs> and had not been doing jitsu regularly and all that other stuff. And so I get in there, and they're like, oh, yeah. Payback time, and they beat the shit out of me, and they, they just got their asses kicked they, twice by by <laughs> by by angry people. And at one point, like I was, they had it was three guys, and they put me into the wall, and the one guy literally was holding my head against the wall and hitting me in the kidneys. <laughs> and the instructor actually was like, "What are you like?" I was still trying. I'm still fighting. I'm still trying to get off the wall to get turned around. But these guys were huge. So I, you know, six. When does it pounds. end? How do you? 
when you die? I or? don't remember how it ends. I remember leaving. <laughs> <laughs> like, I woke up outside. Yeah. <laughs> Propped on a wall with a cup of water. I don't know what happened. The funny thing so. about him is he's still... Sandwich. Right? I had a Gatorade and a concussion. And he has such <laughs> a sense of humor. I don't know where did... was It It was mom, obviously, we got the sense of humor from. Yeah, I don't think it's not, has one still. Yeah. <laughs> he's like or he has misplaced kind it. Kind of, it's... Yeah, it, yes, he's misplaced it. He yeah. used to have a he little more... He stumbles into it once in a while. But one of my favorite... Sandwich. Story sandwich is like moonlighting with another agency on the weekends for fun serving warrants. Do you know the story? I'm thinking I don't of? remember which one. When the guy pulled up to the telephone pole. <laughs> yes, what? yes, I do. That was actually I got assigned to a U.S. Marshals task force. Okay, I didn't know. And oh, I remember when you were. You remember this one? So it was a regional task force, right. and we were up north. It was freaking freezing. <laughs> the whole time it was snow all the time i mean it was awesome though it was the best work i've ever done i've had a great time doing it um but literally it was vini vidi vici we came we saw we kicked yeah, its ass yeah. and we would we would serve warrant after warrant after warrant and we would meet twice a week and we would do nothing all day long but serve warrants and how many day it, it, sometimes it was two usually it was five or six just depending wow. on depending on how it went if you were finding the people that you need to find all felony warrants most of them were federal some of them were state um and so we, I remember showing up to that one and it was supposed to be a bad guy. It was a gun guy. It was a guy who had guns. He was a real bad guy. Violent, I guess would be a better way to put it. So a violent offender. We show up, there's probably 10 of us and we come with, so I'm riding with this guy I've never ridden with. We used to call him Rosie and Rosie had been a detective for 30 years and he's very stoic. He's kind of weird, but he's a really nice, so we, he doesn't speak the entire time we're in the car and I've been with him for months. So we come flying up to this thing and he, he whips to a stop and he jumps out of the car and he goes running across the street and you can see all the guys with long arms and anticipation. Rifles. They're yeah. Ready to oh, and everybody's running towards the vehicle. And I try to open my door and thunk. He has parked <laughs> me six inches from a telephone pole <laughs> and I can't get out. <laughs> and so of course I have that moment, that moment that we have guys where I'm really pew, mad pew, at first. Pew, because I've got on, like guys. I have like I have like a like a submachine gun strapped yeah, across oh. my armor, like I'm like Whoa! yeah you're in armor too, so you can't like just climb arm. over oh, the console. So I ended up climbing over the console. You did okay. That's the only way I could get out. <laughs> but it, I get like I get thing thing when it's ding. over. Like bro, where were what you? <laughs> where were you? And I was like, look at the car, <laughs> and everybody loses it. Like the guy's in handcuffs. He's like, it's not funny. I'm like, no, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. You, you should laugh with us. This is funny. So. And then Rosie's like, oh, I'm really sorry, bro. I'm like, they, the first time he spoke the whole time was to tell me he was sorry for parking me in front of a telephone pole. <laughs> so and I couldn't, couldn't get, get out. out. I couldn't oh get out. Oh my God. But that, there was that moment that we get where I'm like, mother. And I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. That's really funny. <laughs> like, nobody's going to believe that. So is there ever, uh, is there ever moments where it's so bad where you're just mad? Like have oh, you, yeah. you walk into something, you're just like, you, there is no jokes. There is no, someone, some, you could tell someone did something stupid or Especially heinous. Especially with what he does like, now. The I, jokes are after. The joke, I mean, we still right. tell jokes after, but there are times when you walk out of the, of the warrant or you walk out of the scene or you walk out of the house. Um, with the marshals, one of the things that we dealt with a lot were kids um, and kids are collateral damage. Yeah, it's hard to even and find funny. We would hit a house and, you know, we were joking about the 1200 pound mattress in the, in the living room, but th that's a thing. And it's usually covered in needles and or people sleeping that are unconscious still. Um, but for some reason, like there's always booze, there's always drugs, there's always whatever, you know, the people who are who are doing the stuff in the house want. But there's always kids half naked, dirty, yeah. sitting on a floor covered with dog feces. Yeah. And that and that's a thing with no running water. 
Um, and no one taking care of them. At all. And there's like needles all over the place. And I get that wow. people have drug issues, um, but they're not taking care of those kids. And so those kids are, I mean, if you ever want to talk about how it perpetuates itself, that's all that kid knows. That kid doesn't know society. I mean, some of the houses we went into in that northern area, um, I remember following the the head marshal into this trailer. And we're, I mean, it was like deliverance. Obligatory mattress, middle of the floor, pitch black inside the house. It's daylight, pitch black inside the house. Yeah, they always cover the windows. They're yeah, they're covering the windows. So so the the I we were I was number two in the stack. We hit the house. I'm following the lead marshal as we're going towards the rear of this trailer. Um, there's no running water. I don't mean maybe they didn't have electricity. It might have been why there was no there was no light. Um, the guys are coming in behind us. They're they're covering down on the people that are in the living room. We're pushing to the rear of the trailer, and it's it wasn't funny at the time, but I remember the head marshal. Um, he's like back up, and I'm like what what? I'm, I'm hyped. I'm, I've got my my rifle with me, and he's got his rifle, and he's like back up, and I'm like what what what? <laughs> and he, I hear him go, oh, like he's he's starting to retch. Oh no! And he's like fucking back up fucking back up. And so I come, I start backing off. I'm like, what is it? What is it? I'm like, I think it's a body. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, and we, so we clear, we end up clearing the rest of the trailer. Um, I get done, we get outside and, and it, 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 you know, they always smell bad. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, you smell like yeah, death yeah. in there. Yeah. So we get in there and um, we're outside. I'm like, bro, what was it? What was it? He was like, I, he just couldn't talk. And he's been doing this for 30 years. I'm wow. Like, what is it that got you going so bad that you hey, right. were freaking out and be right. So apparently <laughs> they don't have running water. This is how we found they don't have running water. Oh, no. They had taken a five gallon bucket and put one of those wheelchair toilets over it, mm. but they weren't emptying it. Mm. So it, it was just feces and vomit and blood and, and ass. And it was just it and spilled, ass. spilled all over the floor. And they would just go in there and sit on that, that frame and, and, and go more. It. And so when he pushed the door open with it, <laughs> the flies and the, so oh. i know it's, it's really really gross and not funny at the time but, but we made fun of him for months oh i'll bet you it's on non-stop <laughs> hey, he would stand behind me and i'd be like hey, hey, hey back up back up <laughs> it was freaking awesome josh so, is like the uh where he is now because what he deals with now is really it's, heinous, it's different, heinous. Differently, though. Yeah. uh but at christmas he sent me selfies uh, he decorated the office for Christmas. <laughs> he had little that. blinky string lights and the, the TV like, was a like fireplace. Yeah. He wrapped oh, yeah. the door. Then he made a Christmas tree and the ornaments were the most wanted people. <laughs> and I said, what does your office? Uh, I didn't win. Office I did not win. I'm really upset about that still. I did not win. <laughs> That's some bull crap. Put a lot of work into it. What but, do you think about how... This I, can, I can say that the best way to describe this without going too much in depth is that I work in crimes against crimes against children. That would be a which good was way, not a good your intent at all, and and it, it's still not my intent. But it has become so prevalent. It is, and so uh, it was just I was just crazy. reading something, especially since COVID. I'm just yes. reading something, they're saying that it is. There was a hearing done about it this last week, I think, and they were talking about how no matter it seems like no matter how much money they throw towards it, no matter how much law enforcement they put at it, it still gets it's an bigger. It is and it's too much of it. And these guys yeah. are connected. Epidemic. Like these, these, Someone these who works crazy in it. social media has algorithms that connects them. Uh, yes. That was in the Wall Street Journal uh, the Wall Street Journal recently. This is what I think I read, yeah. Yeah. So I think I sent it to you too. The Wall Street Journal had a thing about it and I read another article and I can't remember who it was. Um and 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 not traditionally 
conservative media, which is who would normally put something like that out. Not right. that I trust any media. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Is that okay to say? Mm-hmm. Um, no, go uh, with, go with your feelings. Don't trust any facts. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot <laughs> over. I mean, I just see one sign is so far one way, one sign is so far the other way. And it's hard to find anywhere in the middle. And so you hear so much noise on both sides. You start to get distracted. And I so, asked you, how did you, how do they find each other? Because you sent me an article, I sent the article yeah. about this incident that I, that was the bus driver that we worked up up north that I think, right? No, we're, we're, it was the mall I... bathroom. Oh, that's sure. a bad, that was a real bad one. The, the bus driver was a bad one because he was like a true sociopath. Like there were, the lights were on, but nobody was home. And when we talked to the guy serving the warrant down south, we were holding him and we talked to the guy doing the warrant. He was like, I really thought we were going to find a kid in a cage. Like he really, he really thought they were going to find children in a cage. And you said though, social media... So that's, they have little emojis. The algorithms, well, oh yeah, there's a thousand ways that they identify each other, but the algorithms that they're using in, and I mean, can I say what, I mean, sure, it's any, I mean, I'm, I would say Telegram, I would say Facebook, I would say Instagram, I would say really? specifically in the Wall Street Journal article, they mentioned Instagram and I think Facebook. All places know. that agencies can subpoena all yes, of the information. But, but, but also places where kids that are, younger that shouldn't be on there that supposedly are supposed to be 18 right. still gain access. Um, and what happens is um, they look for kids and they go on there and they hunt kids. Um, what was the one that I, I wouldn't let my kid look at uh, Roblox. Roblox has a chat feature. We have dealt with cases where predators Roblox. come on and find children on Roblox and bring them off the platform. And those children are now sending them photographs, videos and stuff like that. So it's a lot of satanic stuff going on. A toy, a toy, Chat yeah. feature. You can't turn it off. And that's a problem. That's why I never let my kid use it. People, it's like uh, uh, for him to say it's an epidemic. And I said, why since COVID? And you said, they sat, you said it very time, graphically. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, I don't remember how I said it, but they sat in their houses and they went down rabbit holes that maybe they wouldn't have gone or maybe it would have taken them years to go down. But they also took young children who were now stuck at home doing computer work uh, for school yeah. and, and said, Hey, shut up. I have to work. Here's a phone or here's an iPad. Shut up. I have to work and go over there. And those kids had free reign and those kids found things on the internet. They shouldn't have found and they became victims themselves. I could not do oh, this job. I, no. and I, would use I was going to ask you though, with all the coping skills with this becoming, you know, you have to become somewhat desensitized to do, to be on crime scenes. What, <clears throat> Did it prepare you for your, like someone in your life, your personal life, like mom, did it make that easier or? I think it made it easier because I know how to to turn that switch off a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are times again, like if I, if I get out of that 50 foot view and I get, I come in and and get too close to it and I start thinking about mom too much and the stuff that we dealt with. Right. I do um, that too. Bye-bye. Yeah. I mean, because I don't think it's a switch turning off. I think it's a spam folder. I Maybe, think, but, I think you but guys, it's a decision. You guys I mean, it's, have a, a, it's a decision. Uh, of course, but it's a spam folder. You guys, anybody in uh, law enforcement, first responders, EMTs, they, 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 you roll up on the worst possible shit yeah. that we could possibly imagine. And then you have to, like the rest of us are just shaking in the corner going, I can't believe, I, I, I can't even, I, I can't even look at it. And then you guys have to walk into it and fix it, fix it, clean it up, get everybody safe. And so I think what happens is I think, and, and I've watched you just just this today. I've watched you shut off the spam folder three times. times. Yeah, yeah, because I start because, to get wet eyed a little bit, right? Yeah. But yeah. but so I, so it's not 
it's not an off switch. It's, and I don't talk it's, about it's, much. And, and the know. problem is that folder's undeletable, and that's what I yes. worry about. What's what's the B side of that? And and I you know because we read about cop suicides and stuff. What's the what's the way to deal with? Because that is a PTSD. I, I mean, I'll tell it's you, it's a hidden PTSD. The thirteen year old little girl was June of two thousand and eight. Wow. wow. Like it's that clear in my head. Wow. Vivid. Okay. Didn't Absolutely. you have to. She was wearing a red shirt and shorts. Wow. The truck was dark red. Like I, it's very specific. It's very much still there. Very much still there. That's how I feel like with mom. I do. I, uh, like just know you the, call, just call me. It gets the crazy. intricacies <laughs> of it. It's, it starts to come on usually at night when yeah. I'm trying to sleep. sleep. Yep. And because your mind's trying to deal through all the stuff. Yeah, you guys are both I'm, really smart. I'm glad I'm stupid enough because I can turn some. I can just. I can just. Well, my, I, duh, 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 <laughs> I mean, people, people, people. And we, we we used to run nightclubs, so we were always drinkers. But but you know what I mean? Like we, but I mean, like, like we were good at it. You know, it, yeah, we, we weren't were doing stupid stuff necessarily. Can but, confirm for the but, most part. Um, after mom, can confirm. That's how I dealt with mom. When yeah. I drank too much. Yeah. So that's why now I really don't drink hardly all. I mean, Except every when once you in a visit. while. But, yeah, when I visit, but very rarely do I drink because of that, because it, it can become a problem very quickly. And, it, and, it, and, you know, I thank the Lord that I was able to say, nope, I'm not going to do it. And I just stopped. But not everybody can do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why I think the guys leave or the guys take themselves A lot out. of that. Or they kill yeah. themselves. Yeah. And, and I think, too, the way that, that police are looked at now, the way that, that uh, the media has portrayed police, um, some of it's been correct, some of it's been wrong. Well, here's the thing. You can't generalize police because- You can't. You, you can't generalize because, anybody. But that's right. what happens is- It's we like get, me saying all white people are bad or all purple people we are get, bad. Yeah, or, but we get three, we get, we get you know, Chauvin, we get three or four guys that are just fucking, you're like, what oh, the yeah. fuck? The guy even in South, cops, even the guy cops in South like, Carolina yeah. that yeah, but, put the taser down. But even cops yeah. are like, even like, cops are like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, And then, so then the media goes, well, the media now has- the media goes, oh, we have all this now. Right. Let's 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 run this forever. So then, and 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 say what you will, we all get this vibe that oh, are all cops like this? Because yeah. there was a time a couple years ago, report. right? Um, I have noticed recently, and I always I always uh, you know like the resentful when when you, I watched the cop recently, like stopped. And saved it, saved it, saved a dude in his car. Like, oh yeah, or like, the kid, they yeah, or the, the kid, lake, yeah. Or, yeah. And I'm like, I, I like to see. We need to keep that too because yes, there are yeah. bad cops, there are bad comedians, um, um, there are bad pretty girls. How many uh, millions of contacts do police have with citizens every single day? Right. That are either normal or positive or nobody dies. Right. Right. You know, right. and they that don't we do never anything hear about. Yeah. You know, cop um, in South Central doing a dance off, doing a break dance off yeah. with some kid. Didn't uh, you have to fingerprint a body in the morgue? <laughs> <laughs> I just am like I told you that story. Oh but yeah, I think you got him. I said one night <laughs> on stage. I actually said you going? something. Nowhere. I forget how I said it, but I was on stage at a theater in Charlotte and I was standing backstage with my phone about to go on and he sent me another news story and I went out and told these people, Do you remember yeah. I said child porn uh, news articles are my brother and my love language yeah, yeah. it's how we oh. but so i get or i hear these stories i forgot i forgot because we actually did it twice um until we destroyed the device but we had a <laughs> fingerprinting device in my agency um and i'm kind of the tech guy and so i i maintain the technical equipment and whatever and keep it charged and make sure it works and make sure that everybody else knows how it works right. which means i send stuff out they don't pay attention to it and then i show up on a scene and i have to teach them how to use it so that's usually <laughs> what happens so my buddy up north is constantly getting into the just weird weird stuff he's just that guy he is a crap magnet he's just that guy so right. he calls me 
And he's like, hey, you think we can use that device on a body? And so, of course, my first thought is, well, is it juicy? Uh, because if it's not, <laughs> probably no. Or if right. it's too juicy, you know, you, you got to get in, in the, the prime juicy level. It <laughs> right, can't right, be too right, far right, either right, way. Right. right before. So he's like, I'm like, probably. So he's like, well, hey, bring it. Bring it down here. And, and you know, we'll go to this morgue. And they, they were asking for help. I'm like, how did you? He's like, I don't know. Just I got a call. Somebody's like, hey, I heard you had these things. <laughs> he's that guy. He's that guy. So yeah. anyway, so I show up down there. And I hand him the device and I'm setting up my phone because my phone links it and that's what sends the, the prints off. <clears throat> so he's got the device. He's very excited because he's going to go downstairs and show these people how he has saved the day. Well, we get downstairs and we realize the body's not all there. Like it's a body, but they are like fully into the autopsy process. They didn't wait for us to show up to print the body. They went about their business. And so the body, yeah, we is, didn't cut up the fingers. The body is a bowl. It is a, empty. I mean, if you've ever seen an autopsy, it's legs and arms hanging off the table and the inside is just empty. They've taken the chest plate off. They've taken everything out of the inside. It's all in bowls laying around. Um, and the head is at a 90 degree like angle off this wooden buffet. block. And so we're both standing at the door and we have both frozen because none of us have that. We I mean, I've worked bodies, but we've never seen that in the movie. <laughs> they don't even different. show that in movies. It's very different. So <laughs> oh, I keep, no. I keep feeling this thump against my arm uh. and it's my buddy trying to hand me the device. <laughs> 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 and he's gray. He's already gray in the face. And I'm like, nope, I got the phone. And uh, he, I just kept feeling like he's a <laughs> tech guy. Yeah. <laughs> like the lights are on, but I'm here to home. help you. And he keeps bumping me with it. And, and they're like, yeah, y'all come on in, you know, and they're, they're eating sandwiches and whatever it is, uh, they, whatever it is that they do corner people. So, yeah, so, that's a whole other level. So he and I are like, like I'm in this dream state and I know he is too. We're like, plotting <laughs> across it this. It takes an hour and a half to oh, get to the it's body. It's like a football field. And we're, we're, so, you know, and it, it's off in the distance, but it's, it's red and you're trying not to look yeah. at the red. And so we, we, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're there. You're like, oh shit, we're here. And so, um, <laughs> my buddy, I'm going to use his name. He keeps trying to give the device to the coroner and the coroner's like, I don't know how to use that. And he's like, just grab you a hand and go to work and grab so, you a hand to my buddy's credit. He grabs a hand of this cold dead bowl and starts <laughs> to roll the prints. And so I'm watching him come up on the phone. Um, and, and, uh, um, right amount of juicy, the perfect amount of juicy. Okay. And then, um, he puts one hand down and he, he realizes that the other hand is across the bowl <clears throat> and, the, and the corner won't move because it's a pretty small space. And so he has to reach across Ooh. the bowl, which does not smell fabulous. I'd like to point out and get the other hand and roll it. And so to his credit, <laughs> that look on my he, face on camera is going to be suck, horrible. He sucks it up and does, does the thing. Oh my. So then it's like, now you got to get a picture. That's the other part of it. And, I'm, and I, so then I have to lean across the body to get the picture with the camera. And we, anyway, so we get through it together. But I was like, man, that is one of the most surreal things that I've ever done. It's pretty awesome. No. But we were upstairs, like both of us. He's got the device still. So you're a vegan now, is what you're saying? No. <laughs> I do cook it a little further, though. I, I, don't, want, I don't want it red anymore. Little, so. little, yeah. Well done all the time. That's all I want. <laughs> it was definitely different. Uh, last, I don't know if you remember this, but to close today, um, last episode that we did was after death communication like that thing that happened to me with mom and yeah. that song mother and child reunion yeah, 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 yeah. 
do you remember um i just want you to tell this if you remember uh what the night that mom finally passed away you had gone home and i called you or texted you and it was that night that your son did something do you remember oh, what did he do because he, she loved him. And he my mom had written a poem when we were small right. that she oh, that's right. that she would write in calligraphy that's for people right. when they had babies, and it's that's a beautiful right. poem. We put it on the thing for her funeral. It's called Reward, and yeah. it's this so she'd whole this long poem list in calligraphy called for Reward. The kid, right? And so she had given it to them when they had their child, and yeah. it was like I prayed that you know God would make me stronger i prayed Smarter, that he yeah, would enrich yeah. me yeah. da 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 i prayed that he would da 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 and it goes on and on and then it, and then my prayer bore fruit i didn't realize i had asked for a child because right. uh, my mom loved being a mother and she called it reward and she had given this to yeah. him and then it was, on she, our, it was on our chest of drawers she passed yeah. away in the middle of the night close to 2 a.m yeah. it was one something and Without how old was he then? He was not middle four, four or five. That yeah, was twenty seventeen, so that would have been seven years ago. But he was twenty seventeen, so he would have been um Subtract, five, four yeah, or five. Yeah, right? yeah. He was so young. Yeah, and he was sleepwalking sometimes. Yeah. Then he still does. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> but yes, but he went and got that thing and brought it to me in the bed in his sleep. Creeped me out. So he didn't know that no, she had passed away. Yeah. And in the middle of that night when she left, his son went and got this yeah. poem that she had written in calligraphy about having children and was sleepwalking and and, bed. Yeah. and and was crying. Something it was something like that. Crying. This is across the country. Or really this upset. Yes, this was they yeah, were on yeah, the yeah, other we were, side she of died, the She died in California. This is across the country. Yes. Wow. This was thousands and thousands of I miles think away. It, it's so funny when people we we've done uh, we've talked about this in a couple of episodes, but we if if you have any doubt that there that that we're just if, that we're more than meat, yeah, you, you aren't paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. there's you so know, many things that uh, we can't uh, comprehend. Right, but but even how we invent things out of nothing, art, whether you know that that. That this little boy across the country, this the, 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 the exact same time his grandmother's dying, makes him take a poem written about you two to you in your bedroom is crying. Really, what yeah. is the what is the you give me the math on that? So that's a coincidence. Yeah. I'll tell you to tie in my work with that is I don't believe in coincidences anymore. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I, I, interesting. So, so your job has made you more aware of humanity and not hate it. Yeah, and, and I think more of a realist. Mm. Like like a lot of the external foolishness and stuff, I don't I'm not as impressed with that anymore. I'm not as impressed with with um can't think of the word for it. The show, the draperies. I don't need to see the 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 lights and the masks and the and the crazy stuff. I try to look past that and I, and sometimes what you find behind it is gross. And yeah. sometimes it's just somebody that's hurt, you yeah. know. I don't, I don't know how you do the job you're doing now. No, I will we, say that. We don't have to do it. Oh, and on that note, I guess your the compressor, compressor came just going <laughs> That's, that's Guys, actually a pressure thing. It leaks. So that's not that magic. So it doesn't blow up. That's important. I think it's really, it's interesting because your job, I guess a really dumb person wouldn't, wouldn't get anything from it. It seems, or, or even the dumb people, does it make them more philosophical about life? Or does it make just people bitter? I mean, 
I, I don't know. I mean, I, I you seem more philosophical. Having faith is what has really helped me through it because mm -hmm. I know there's something beyond it. And for and it strengthened of, your faith. It did. And for the guys that are behind it, I mean, because you can't have darkness without light, you know, and, and somebody said something once about, about, um, Jesus being a good guy. Oh, he was just a good guy. He wasn't the son of God. And then I remember really clearly somebody told me that, um, actually he either is who he says he was, or he's the most evil person that ever walked face of the planet because he's led billions of people astray. He will now go to hell or will now go somewhere that they didn't know or lived a weird life because he wasn't actually who he said he was. So for me, I was like, well, I mean, that's proof to me that he is who he said he was. So. Yeah, because it's a that's a 2000 year con. That's yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I, don't I, think, mean, I don't think that, that is the long con. So. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask a really quick question to because how I would love to close this, not with the body part the story. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell this, but we told an abbreviated version oh, of it on our other podcast that led to people making t-shirts and sending them to us. Tactical yeah. Chicken. <laughs> can you tell Tactical Without Chicken giving us any for kind of our crossover viewers and listeners that love you that almost, story? You almost my mind. need to see it, though. I almost asked to do this, but you could tell, I mean, you got it because we, no, we got laughs out of it and we didn't even experience <laughs> it. So, But I also sent Rachel the pictures, which helps. Yeah, so can you tell you that tell without- tell the story. I, I see if I can tell it without using names. So Don't. I was assigned to a state drug work, drug unit right. um, up north. Um, with a bunch of really crazy, really funny, like really good dudes. And so we show up for this, this huge drug warrant. It's a, it's like, we're hitting more than one house. Um, and we've all been like, it, was it like three in the morning? We had to be there and we were going to hit it early in the, it was like just crazy. And so everybody's exhausted and we show up. And you had to drive a long way. One of someone had to drive a oh, long way. Everywhere in that place that we lived, you, it was a long way. Top Every, speed, everywhere was an hour and a half. Far so away. We were all driving a hundred miles an hour to get there, running code. And so we all kind of show up at the same time and the state, the state troopers were there, their SWAT team was there. They were going to hit the house and we were going to go in and get all the dope and stuff. And, um, and I say dope, dope means everything to me. Right, so right. yeah, anyway, yeah, whatever the contraband, whatever it happened yeah. to be right, at the right. time was yeah. the dope. So we show up and I'm standing next to uh, our car, my car and, and uh, the other guys are pulling up. And one of the guys is like, um, did you guys see that chicken? <laughs> and we're like chicken, chicken. And sure enough, there's this black chicken, like 15 feet in front of my cars in the headlights. And we're like, dude, that is, and this chicken is not okay. <laughs> this chicken, like, like, like. And this chicken he is looked, not okay. He has got, his, his mohawk is pasted to the side of his head. <laughs> and it's like walking in circles, like, like, like it's drunk. It was the weird, Like a chicken on a bender. It was really strange. And so. Uh, a Charlie Sheen chicken. So the supervisor walks over. He's like, what are y'all doing? And we're like, well, just look at this freaking chicken. And and he's like, that's my chicken. And we're <laughs> and like, and everybody stops. How far are you from this guy's house? Oh, like like 90 miles. <laughs> so <clears throat> everybody everybody stops. Like it gets dead silent. We're all like laughing and talking and pointing at the chicken. And we all stop and we look at the supervisor. Like, what do you mean it's your chicken? He's like, that's that's my freaking chicken. And so all we can figure. He's just now realizing it though. Like, holy shit, that's my chicken. Well, we, we've, we're all, we all just pulled up and we happened to see a chicken. And he's like, what are y'all doing? And we're like, we're looking at this weird chicken. But he's going, what? Wait, that's what? my chicken. Yeah, he's like, that's my chicken. And so we're like, what do you mean? So, so <laughs> we, I've never heard anyone ever say. He says, oh shit. <laughs> I forgot he likes to get in the engine where it's warm. It's wintertime in, in, in this up northern area. He says, oh, that poor bastard. He's like, I was doing 120 miles an hour to get here. And this thing was behind the grill up against the engine trying to stay warm. 
So I, we all have this mental picture of this chicken, <laughs> this chicken with his wings spread, going holy. Ah! And there's a fan going right, like what the fuck, like, like just pinned to the to the motor. So we don't know how that happened, but <laughs> like, but but regardless, like so. The first part is us realizing he's just driven 90 miles at 120 miles an hour <laughs> with, a with a chicken in, in his motor. motor freaking the hell out. The and chicken it didn't is, die. Correct. And the chicken is now 90 miles from home, <laughs> punch drunk, working its way around this parking lot. So we fast forward about 12 hours. We were like, okay, well, sorry, dude, your chicken's done. So we go in, we do the briefing, we go hit the house. We come back like 12 hours later. It's a really long warrant. And here comes the boss with a box. The chicken was still there. Yes. You had to catch the chicken. He reclaimed his chicken and put it in the back of the it car. Was and it, so, it was his chicken. So it was his chicken. It's my fucking chicken. I'm taking this chicken. So we made, it became the tactical chicken. <laughs> and, and there were posters everywhere of tactical chickens and pictures because there were pictures taken and there were pictures all over the office for a really long time. That was pretty awesome. Tactical, so, yeah, chicken. tactical chicken. I'm so glad we finally one got of those this. weird. That's one of those weird. It like, was surreal. Like for a, sure. Like an urban, like a, like wildlife story. We're like, <laughs> how the hell did the chicken make it in the motor? <laughs> what did the chicken tell his chicken buddies? Yeah, 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 yeah. I the story. Guys, listen. What do you mean? Where have I been? Let me tell you. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. We're back. Uh, guys, this has been so much fun. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Um, this has been Knock 'em Dead it's with Guys. my co-host Christopher Titus and my brother Sandwich. Yeah. Do me a favor, people. Uh, next time you get pulled over, just realize what that guy's dealing with. And again, don't get mad unless you're willing to do the job they do. Thanks. Later. <laughs>